2: So, I know you've probably heard about these weird underground bunker stories on documentaries and even Netflix. Maybe you think they're made up because they're just too insane to be true. Well, I'm here to assure you that they are 100% true, and I did not know that other humans existed until I was 18. Well, that's apart from my grandparents. But before I go on, I will smile every single time someone likes this video, so please like. I've been through a lot in life, and I think I deserve to smile. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell
0: too. Great! Francis, sit down and let me tell you about the world we've escaped. The terrifying world above were my grandparents' favorite words for as long as I can remember. See, it was a dark, scary place up above the ground. We knew that someday it would be impossible to live there. There were wars, famine, pandemics, zombies. So we started storing food in this bunker. Your grandma made jams and jellies with almost every fruit that she could find and did a lot to make this place cozy. We then heard that they were releasing something from planes to wipe out everyone. That was our cue to leave. So do you know what, Francis? Right now, there are no more humans up there, just us three, and it's not safe to go up there ever because that substance from the planes is still around. it probably turned the animals into zombies and they're roaming around just waiting to attack us. If we leave, we could die immediately Your mom and dad didn't listen to us, so they perished. They're gone, it's unfortunate. We're all you have left.
2: And I believed him because there was no one to tell me a different story anyway. My grandma taught me to read and I had lots of books. I read and wondered about how life was in the past, when all the people hadn't been destroyed. Luckily, our bunker was pretty advanced. We had running water and which my grandpa said came from a water purification system he created above ground. We had a flushing toilet, thankfully, but we didn't have many things that you all enjoy nowadays, like the internet, cell phones, computers. We had no access to technology at all. You're probably wondering what a typical day was like. I woke up. Yes, I had a cute little bedroom. Ate breakfast, which was something out of a can. Read a bit, did some lessons with my grandma, then maybe I played board games like Scrabble with my grandpa. I played the clarinet for about an hour, then ate lunch, which was something else out of a can. Had a nap, read some more, then played more clarinet and board games. Can you imagine doing this every single day? Of course, I got really bored and by the time I was 18, I thought that I needed some excitement in my life. I thought really long and hard about it because I was honestly terrified and I really believed my grandfather's stories. But I needed a change. So one night, well, at least I thought it was night, but how do you really tell time in an underground bunker anyway? I walked up the stairs to the entrance of the bunker, unlocked the wooden door and pushed my way out. It wasn't night at all. The sun was shining brightly and the sky was the most beautiful shade of blue. It was magical. And these are the things you all take for granted. I wasn't wearing any shoes, and I walked on the grass just to see how it would feel. I laughed because it tickled. (laughs) Then I froze in fear, wondering if my feet would fall off because of the poisonous substances everywhere. I walked until I got to a little house, which I assumed was probably my grandparents' house before they moved underground. I walked through the door and looked around. Then I went back outside. I saw so many of the fascinating things I'd only read about in books. I found an apple tree and picked an apple. I bit into it, and it felt like electricity surged through my body. This was the first time I'd ever tasted a fresh fruit. I walked and walked, and it was like I was in a trance. I feel like I walked for hours, and I wasn't really looking where I was going. Then it hit me. Like, literally, I was hit by a car. I blacked out and woke up in a hospital. To be honest, I thought I was dead, because how would I have just ended up in this place if humans didn't exist anymore? What's your name, young man? I heard a voice say. I looked up and saw a middle-aged man staring into my face.
0: Ah! Am I that ugly? Am I dead? You most certainly are not dead. You were hit by a car. Fortunately the damage is minor, I should be able to discharge you soon. People still exist? You didn't
2: all die from the poisonous stuff from the planes? Uh, what now? My grandparents told me there was no other people.
0: Yes, okay, enough with the games. Do you have the contact information for any of your family members so someone can come to pick you up?
2: Listen, I'm serious. I sat up and told the doctor my whole story. He was skeptical at first, I'm sure, but after a while, he seemed to believe me. He called a few nurses and other doctors in, and they all stared at me like I fell from another planet.
0: Is it him? I think it's him. How can we get in touch with his parents? Call the media. This is big.
2: Listen, I said to the doctor, would anyone care to let me know what's going on?
0: Well, Francis, many years ago a baby was kidnapped from his parents' house. That same week, his grandparents went missing. For years, the town thought that the two stories were unrelated. But it seems like your grandparents kidnapped you.
2: So that stuff about the world being a horrible place isn't true?
0: Well, it can be horrible sometimes, but certainly not in the way they've described it. So my parents are alive? I believe they are. We're going to try and get in contact with them.
2: I could feel my head spinning out of control. This was too much to take in. After about an hour, a man and woman came rushing into my room.
1: It is him. It's my baby boy, my son, my perfect son. Oh, come to mommy.
0: Wow, I can't believe it. I thought we'd never see you again. Are you my parents?
1: of course can't you see you're the spitting image of your father
0: we thought you'd been kidnapped by terrible people
2: what happened i told them the same story i told the doctor and they looked like they were about to cry
1: you mean you were so close to us this whole time i feel like a terrible mom i should have been able to find you
2: my parents hugged me for a long time then asked me if i'd like to come home with them i mean what other choice did i have i got up and we went downstairs to their car I think this is the thing that sent me to the hospital, I said. I'd never been in a car before and when my dad started driving, I felt terrified. How could I be sitting yet moving at the same time? We got back to the house and my parents introduced me to my siblings. I didn't even know I had siblings. There were two younger sisters, Melanie was 12 and Piper was 16. But my instant favorite was a baby boy named Tyler. They let me hold him and I nearly cried. I'd only ever read about babies in books before. I never thought I'd be able to hold one. This was surreal and I instantly became obsessed.
1: We have a guest room which can be yours. I will let Piper show you where it is while we prepare dinner.
2: I went upstairs with Piper who couldn't stop staring at me.
1: Mom and dad called me from the hospital to say they found our older brother. They had me two years after you disappeared but they could never stop talking about you. We always hoped that you'd come back someday. I can't wait to hear all of your stories from the bunker with our crazy grandparents. And don't worry, I'll teach you all about the life up here,
2: she said. Dinner that night was wild. It was the first time I ever ate anything that wasn't from a can. We had fresh vegetables, lasagna, potatoes, and fruit juice. My favorite part was the ice cream we had for dessert. We didn't have a freezer in the bunker, so it was my first time tasting that. Wow, the things you all take for granted. I slept in my new bed that night with the window wide open so I could feel the breeze blowing on my face. The smell of the night was special, and before I closed my eyes, I spent a lot of time staring at the moon and the stars. It was all so surreal to me. The next morning, I woke up, walked downstairs, and saw my whole family staring at a box.
0: There were people in the box, and
2: they were moving and speaking. Is this a television? I asked, and everyone started laughing.
1: Yes, come sit with us. Our favorite show is on. Mom made some pancakes. We'll eat them later.
2: Piper laughed. I sat next to her and Melanie came next to me and squeezed my hand. My mom and dad couldn't stop staring at me and I couldn't believe this was actually happening. Then I heard a weird
0: ringing sound and jumped. What was that? The telephone. Don't worry. How does that work? Well, it's just a device that lets you speak to someone who isn't nearby. Oh wow, we have so much to teach you. How about going for a walk with the girls after breakfast, then when you come back, we'll take you to a few other places?
2: Okay, Dad. I took my baby brother in my arms and left the house with my sisters. The neighborhood seemed really peaceful and clean. There were some people jogging and others were walking their dogs. I had never seen a dog before, so this was a pretty big deal for me. Whoa, it's so fluffy.
1: Well, one day we can go to the zoo and you can see everything. Pandas, elephants, tigers.
2: Wow, I love it here. I stayed far away from the road and from cars for obvious reasons. When we got back home, my mom had some people over.
1: Hey Francis, here are some guys of your age from the neighborhood. They came here to meet you. Why don't you go and hang out with them?
2: Uh, sure, mom. Hi, everyone. There were three guys, Joe, Billy, and Peter, and they were much bigger than I was. I guess it's because I was fed that horrible canned food for ages and I barely exercised.
0: Come on, Billy has a huge garage. We could go chill there for a while.
2: Okay. I gave my baby brother back to my mom and walked away with the guys. The garage reminded me a bit of the bunker, but there were so many snacks I hadn't seen before, so I quickly forgot about that.
0: So, what do you like to do for fun, bunker boy? Hey, don't call him that!
2: No, it's okay. Well, I guess I'll have to find out. Down there, all I did was read and sleep.
0: Whoa, well, we're in a band,
2: Billy said as he pointed to some instruments in the corner.
0: Peter plays a bass guitar, Joe plays a keyboard, and I'm the lead singer. Our drummer moved to another state last month.
2: I walked over there and sat in front of the drum set.
0: How does this work? You just take the sticks and bang it. I did as they said, and when I was done, they looked shocked. You had a drum set down in the bunker, didn't you?
2: Uh, no. Didn't that sound terrible? No, you sounded great. They convinced me that I should join their band and come to their rehearsals the next week. I agreed because I was just so happy to have people my age to talk to. Plus, I don't know how I'd qualify to go to college. My sister had been telling me. All-
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50. ...luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: All about that, but you see, I'd never been to school, so how would that work? I went back home feeling optimistic. I opened the front door and my mom was holding the baby, looking extremely worried. What's wrong?
1: Your grandparents! We sent the police to the location you gave us, but when they got there, they were gone, vanished. We have no idea where they could be.
2: I was pretty worried. There is a possibility that they made up all the stories they told me about the terrifying world above. But what if they really believed all that stuff? How would they cope with everything they'd encounter? What if they got hit by cars too? I mean, I'm not happy that they robbed me of my parents and a wonderful childhood, but they took care of me and loved me for a very long time. I didn't want them to be harmed in any way. (laughs) I've been living with my parents for almost a year now and I've adjusted to many new things. It's great up here, but we still have no idea where my grandparents are. So if you see two strange old people wandering around, it might be them. Please let them know they can come home and everything will be all right.